Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. J-Rod Concerts family, how is everybody doing as we are in February? Hope everyone is having a great time listening to some great music and just living it up. And we have a really special episode for you guys today, a spring festival preview. Obviously, you know, the past couple of years have been really weird for live music, but this year is sure to be a great year for music festivals across the nation. And that we are excited that they're coming back and we're going to be highlighting some gems some gems in America that everybody ought to know because uh, there's some special stuff going out, going on there. And uh, it's not just about the lineup, but also the place, the values. And that's how we're selecting these festivals. It's like the whole package. It's not just the talent, but it, making sure that the experience is wholesome, that there's a value system to the festival, and that, uh, yeah, that it's an A-plus experience. And we're going to start today with two gems in North America, guys. One of them, it's called the Bear Shadow Music Festival. It's going to take place in Highlands, North Carolina, April 29th through May 1st. And the other one is Hangout Music Festival on the beaches of Gulf Shores, Alabama, May 20th through the 22nd. And we're going to be actually covering both of those uh, when the time comes. So stay tuned for special episodes of those. But for today, we welcome Marie Roussel, the marketing manager for Hangout, and Casey Reed, the festival, festival director for Bear Shadow. And we're going to talk about the festivals, the lineups, the experience, and so much more, guys. And guys, and what a lineup, by the way, because at the end of the day, it's all about the music, right? I mean, look, Bear Shadow has a bunch of friends of our show, like 49 Winchester, Wild Rivers that you guys are well acquainted of, as well as Lucas Nelson, Trampled by Turtles, and a whole lot more. Uh, Hangout Music Festival, man, I mean, that's a who's who of pop and indie I mean, everywhere, everywhere from, you know, Doja Cat, Fallout Boy, Halsey. Uh, wow, who am I forgetting? Joy Oladokun, our friend of the show, is going to be there. Friends of the show, Moon Taxi, Leon Bridges. You name it, guys. It's there. It's going to be fantastic, and it's beautiful. Uh, the websites for tickets, hangoutmusicfest.com and uh, bearshadownc.com. And what else can I tell you guys? Thank you so much for joining us uh, on this special episode. Make sure to check these festivals out. And without further ado, guys, let's get on with our interview with Marie Roussel and Casey Reed on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. How are you? Look at you, Casey. Great to see you. Good to see you, too. Festival director for one of the most special festivals in the country. Super excited to cover it this year, Casey. And I have to tell you, you have such an incredible career in the event production industry that I definitely want to get to that as well. But welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely, Casey. And, you know, let, let's start with this. Um, you know, Bear Shadow Music Festival, a sister to the Highlands uh, Food and uh, Food and Wine Festival as well. I think last year was the first year of this festival, right? Yes. Uh, Bear Shadow, our very first year was in April of 2021, right when things were starting to improve somewhat with COVID and live shows were coming back. But to my knowledge, I think we were the first music festival, albeit boutique music festival, um, to happen um, yeah. in 2021. 
Yeah. And how do you look back on it? Because, you know, it seems like it was a massive success. You guys were kind of like reopening the door. You know, how do you look back on that on that uh, first edition? Casey? It was an incredibly challenging time. I mean, I think for all of us in the industry, um, after coming off a year where all of our you know clients and festivals canceled, um, Bear Shadow really provided a lot of hope for all of us. However, it wasn't without challenges. We had to jump through um, a ton of hoops, including two venue changes to allow us to have the acreage to put everyone in pods to keep everyone safe. Right. Um, we had incredibly challenging weather situations last year um, on top of it being a first year festival. But I think when it when everything came together and the lights went up and the artist came on stage, um, all of whom this was their first time performing in over a year, 18 months. So the emotions were there. Everyone felt like it was a really kind of um, inspirational moment and, and folks got really emotional. Um, yeah. so it was really special. And I think that feeling lingers for this year. And um, we're so excited that we can come back with this sort of lineup um, without all the without all of the challenges, I know there will be challenges, but not as many as we had in year one. Absolutely, Casey. And you know, it's funny you mentioned the talent. Our, our friends here in Nashville, Michael and Tanya Porter of the Warren Treaty, they remember vividly this festival. They had such a great experience. Well, the yeah. For, yeah, absolutely. And, and everyone seems seems to like have like it, it left a mark in them, basically, is what I'm oh, saying. Good. Why do you think for artists the experience was so unforgettable? You think it was just because it was the first one, but like they they seem to like talk about it. Oh well, I mean, that's so flattering. Um, and I'm so glad that that you heard good things. Um, I come from uh, artist relations background. That's how I got my start in New York, working artist relations on, on live shows. And so it's always been really important to me when you know we produce a show or book a show that the, the talent's handled well from start to finish. Um, I do think I'm sure folks are emotionally tied to this festival because it was their first time back. But I also think it's the setting. Um, this part of the country, Highlands, North Carolina, is 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 unbelievable. It's a it's really a hidden gem. So the setting almost is as you know top billing as the artist. It's it's an unbelievable setting there at Winfield Farm. Um, our crew and team are, I think, some of the best in the business and. Um, we really want people from fans to vendors to sponsors and, and artists, the minute they step on our property for one of our festivals, we want them to, to be well taken care of. Yeah, totally. And I want to talk about the talent in a second, but yeah, but you touched on, on the setting. I mean, Hidden Gem, you said it perfectly, Casey. I mean, it's like right at the southern point of the Blue Ridge, basically mountains. Just like tell people in the south, in Tennessee, Florida, that want to experience some music, like why this is such a beautiful place to watch a festival and to spend a weekend because it just sounds and looks absolutely beautiful. Yes, um, the plateau, the Highlands Cashers Plateau is really special. It's right there in the Appalachian Mountains, like you said. Um, it's a special part of, of Western North Carolina. So it's kind of, while it's, you know, it's a curvy mountain drive, it's two hours from a lot of destinations. Like, you know, it's a big playground for Atlanta, uh, Greenville, Asheville, but we have folks coming in from all over the country for, for this festival in Highlands Food and Wine. Um, 
it's an it's you're at 4118 feet um so it's definitely many degrees cooler than than sea level um it's also one of the most biodiverse areas in the country this little pocket um so the the flora and the fauna and the environment are very important that's why part of bear shadows mission is to um, weave the message of environmental conservation um, through our marketing and, and our partners. Yeah, yeah, I love that, Casey. And let's talk about the talent here for a second, because you have something for every taste. You have several friends of our show, like Canadian uh, pop hit makers, Wild Rivers. You got 49 Winchester, which, I mean, they're going to be a household name, like, I'm shortly, because they are... Absolutely. They are so good live. And of course, the headliners, you know, Trampled by Turtles, you have Lucas Nelson and The Promise of the Real, among many more acts and more to come. Which one are you looking forward to the most, Casey? I, I know that it like it covers all the bases for us. It does. I tell you, I, so many people have asked us like, OK, if we can't come to all three days, which which day would you pick? And it's hard for me to say because, you know, day one with Band of Horses and Curtis Harding and Susto. I mean, unreal way to start the weekend. Um, uh, Lucas Nelson has been a favorite of mine for years and years. Um, and, and then, you know, Trampled by Turtles, of course. Bluegrass is so big. Bluegrass and jam grass is so big in this area. But um, those guys are, are fantastic and, and got Jamestown revivals back. You know, right. their day got rained out last year and they were kind enough to come back this year. They're also going to be doing um, a special thing that we're doing called Hike and Mike, where they're going to do an acoustic performance at a, after a hike. So wonderful. I can't pick a favorite. It's like picking your favorite child. <laughs> No, it's, it's phenomenal. And I'm so happy that you mentioned that experience, that the hike experience, because part of the festival, it's super cool. Like you guys are going to have next level food. Like, obviously, like, you know, for my audio audience that may not see you, Casey, you know, you have such elegance and such class and your pedigree. It's all going to be first class, the wine, the food. There's going to be hikes. There's going to be all sorts of like interesting stuff. It's almost like a mini retreat, isn't it? It is. We're trying to not only have a great music main stage, but build in those layers so you can kind of um, design your weekend experience around it. I mean, Highlands is definitely a destination. Um, so we want people to feel like they can get as involved as they want. We always want to, again, weave those messages in of um, outdoor lifestyle, environmental conservation. So we are adding daytime events like the hike and Mike, which are guided hikes with um, experts from the Highlands Cashers Land Trust on, on the one, two of the numerous hikes that are, are in Highlands. And then it culminates with an acoustic performance by Friday's gonna be with Wild Rivers, Saturday's gonna be with Jamestown Revival. They get tons of cool swag. It's a small group, so it's a really intimate performance um, and a really special experience. Um, we'll have musician clinics. So uh, Robert Ellis is going to be teaching a guitar clinic. We hope to add um, mandolin or banjo clinics throughout the weekend. Um, we have this cool thing called Wine, Women, and Song at Skyline uh, Lodge with three um, songwriter Hall of Fame, female songwriters, and they're going to tell their stories and the number one hits um, they've written. And we pair that with wines and a, a sommelier for the whole event. So it's kind of what you want to make of it. Um, 
and there's kind of something for everyone. So maybe one day you don't want to be with a bigger crowd and you want a more intimate experience. We have that for you. Ah, very, very, very cool, Casey. Now, let me ask you a little bit about your background. Like I said, you know, you have such, you have such an amazing pedigree in the, in the industry, 23 years in the event production industry. And I mean, you've worked with MTV International, you've worked with Facebook, I guess, I guess Meta now it's called. Um, how unique have the past two years been? I mean, completely, you've seen everything, but not a, not a pandemic, I imagine. No, you know, being an entrepreneur um, in this business, you have to, to be pretty nimble anyway. Um, I think anyone who's an entrepreneur and, and uh, knows this, that you got to be willing to, to change with the times and be able to change quickly. But, you know, none of us, I don't think anyone in the world saw this coming. Um, my partner and I have been fortunate to, to weather the storm with, um, really special clients like Highlands Festivals, Inc. Even though we were dark, our board in Highlands has been absolutely amazing in um, keeping the dream alive. Um, and um, if, if it weren't for them, I don't know what our fate would have been. Um, we look forward to the day where corporate events will come back um, with some of those big brands. We've, we've produced major events for for Meta, for uh, Verizon and, and clients like that. And we really look forward to the day where we can easily travel again and gather and, and do incredible experiential events for them one day soon. I love it. I love it, Casey. You've been so good with your time. Thank you. Let me leave you with this. Um, you've, you've worked with people like Stevie Wonder, you know, a bone of you too, Eric Clapton, some of the biggest names in music. When you look back, uh, you know, and you look back at the stuff that you've accomplished, what is one thing that, uh, that you're saying, that, that you say, man, that was really cool, that sticks up when you look at your, at, at your background there? Yeah, I've really been fortunate to work with awesome people. Yes, the artists were awesome, but also the folks that taught me what I know. And that came from a, a couple of key people in, at MTV International. I think probably... The coolest experience in my memory was, well, there's so many, but if I had to choose one was um, our team helped begin the, uh, they called it the MTV Emmys in India. So it was their video music awards, if you will. Yeah. Um, started that from scratch in a cricket field in Mumbai. Wow. Um, live show and, and just getting to be live there for, I think we were there for six weeks, cool. um, getting to know that crew, a lot of whom I, I'm still in touch with from across the world, um, learning about that culture um, and just the different ways people do it, the, the artists there, the Bollywood artists and, and the pop stars. So that was probably one of my, my favorite experiences. Super cool, especially being in India, like what a whole experience, the whole thing. But oh, Casey... Yeah. You know, you've been so good with your time. You have said it all. Bear Shadow Festival, April 29, May 1st uh, at uh, Winfield Farm, 50 acres in beautiful Highlands, North Carolina. Thank you so much for your time. I really Thank appreciate you. it. We look Absolutely. forward to seeing you. Yes. Take care. Bye-bye. Marie Roussel. Hi. Look at you. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, Jamie? I'm doing great. Thank you. I'm so sorry. Much is it Jamie or is, is that my or is it yeah. my name? Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. You're good, Marie. And uh, 
obviously marketing manager for one of the most exciting festivals in America, Hangout Music Fest. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Where are you coming to us from, Marie? I'm based in New Orleans. This is where I live. Um, I've lived here since I was a little girl. Nice. And I work um, at Winter Circle Productions. We're one of the producing partners on Hangout Music Fest. Yeah, totally. Such a fascinating city in New Orleans. That's cool that you're there. And yeah. Uh, yeah, Marie, and you have such an interesting background. And I do want to ask you a bit about that. But let me first start with this. Um, okay. You know, is 2022 the year, Marie, that music finally, truly gets back to doing like what we do best? You know, people hanging out, drinking beer, listening to good music, being with friends and family. Is this the year? I sure hope so. I mean, it definitely feels that way. I think we all want it. I mean, we want it as bad as the fans want it. Um, you know, I think it's just been such a hard couple years for everybody on both sides of this. Um, and I think right now all signs are pointing towards yes. And I'm just really excited that we're finally getting so close to doing this show. Um, you know, we have a massive lineup and I'm just ready to be back on the beach and do something that feels a little bit normal. And, you know, we've totally. seen other festivals play off over the last few months. So, you know, I'm super optimistic. I think everybody should be, you know, all signs are pointing towards full speed ahead. And that's how we're going to continue promoting the show and encouraging people to come back to hang out and remember, like, what a great festival it is. Absolutely. Absolutely, Marie. And I have to tell you, you know, we've been covering music festivals and doing this thing for like 16 years now, basically. Yeah. And the Hangout, the Hangout Music Festival, it just has so many magical elements. Like, and we are really, like, we're thrilled to be covering it this year. But the first thing is word of mouth. Like mm -hmm. our, music, our musical friends here in Nashville, they rave about it. Like, I'll give you an example. The guys from Moon Taxi. Mm -hmm. Like, on, like they, I think they said that it was like their favorite festival, like ever. Yeah. Like it, it's always like that. Why do you think, Marie, that like so many music, let's start with the musical artists. Why do you think that they can't wait to come back and play this festival? I mean, I think it's just really the setting. You can't go wrong. You, if you're a beach person, you love the beach in any capacity. It's the perfect setting for a festival. Um, and then we just really do a really incredible job, like shout out to the production team for really making the experience for artists who come to the show. I've heard that from so many different bands and artists over the years that the experience that they feel when they come to hang out is unmatched like anywhere else. Um, you know, we create a whole like artist's backstage area that's really well produced, great food, a private beach. And so I think it's just, you know, there's not many other festivals where their backstage area includes a private beach. Right. And, you know, and that, and for people who don't get to go in that backstage area, I think an, our fans who experience VIP or super VIP, they kind of get a taste of what that experience is. Like, it's definitely um, no attention to details left spared. I mean, from the furniture, the style and like what I, you know, I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to event production and <laughs> the devil is in the details. Yeah. I remember the first time I went back um backstage in like the artist's beach area and i realized that they had plotted this backstage area out so perfectly that unless you wanted your feet to be in the sand there was like turf down and everything so it's just like 
those small details, I think, just really make a difference, showing that we care and that we want the artists and the fans who come down here to have a really good time. Absolutely. And speaking of the fans, you know, we mentioned like the great backstage area for the artists, but the fans as well. I mean, you have like a roller disco, right? Like you have a Corona Beach. I mean, Ferris yeah. Wheel, Wedding Chapel, like it's like a whole thing, right? It's like a whole thing. So, you know, fans who are new to the show are always, you know, one of their first questions is always like, but, you know, can we access the beach? And there are different access points for fans in general admission areas to go to the beach. Um, we'll have the beach clubs with Monster and Malibu. Um, we might have a couple other ones as well. And then there is the roller rink. Uh, that's, I think, is such a fun little activation on site. Um, and I know I feel like a lot of people have been roller skating over the pandemic. I think yeah. that's what I've seen. And <laughs> so that's cool. And then, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll have the Ferris wheel back, that iconic moment. It's always a great time to, you know, grab a couple of your friends and just get that bird's eye view of the festival. Highly recommend trying to go for that golden hour view. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. Let's talk about the music for a second, Marie. I mean, okay. there's something for everybody here. I mean, the lineup is just insane. I mean, talked about our friends at Moon Taxi, but you have Post Malone, Fallout Boy, you have Leon Bridges, Halsey, Tame Impala, like Phoebe Bridgers, whatever you're into, like it's there. It's who heavy. Are, who are you into, Marie? Like, like who are you excited to see? Who oh, are you man, gonna, I'm who are you gonna go to the front and like see it? Like <laughs> I'm super excited. Um, I think my my top list would actually write it out for you. Um, my top list would probably be Tame Impala, Doja Cat, Megan The Stallion, Jack Harlow, mm. Leon Bridges, Still Woozy, T-Pain, and I'm really excited for Fallout Boy. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, you're right. You know, like yeah. I think, um, you know, there's a lot of big names on on this lineup, and these are all performers who are going to bring the heat. Um, Oh, and yeah. I, you know, I feel like you really can't go wrong. And even in like the middle parts of the lineup, there's some really good music, some up and coming stars. And for anyone um, wanting to dig into it, we have our, our official playlist is on Spotify and there's oh, a ton cool. of music on there. So you can really, you know, get to learn the lineup and be surprised. Like I know when I listen to it, I was like, oh, I've heard this song on TikTok like a million times. And then, <laughs> you know, I kind of dig in a bit more and realize I know a lot more music than I think outside of those big name acts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I always yeah. like to see like the smaller names because those are the ones that are going to be the big names in a couple of years. In so a couple of years. Are... Exactly. Uh -huh. Like I, I, I think, you know. Sometimes people just want to look at the top couple of lines, but if you go look back at lineup posters from two, three years ago, like you said, you'll see some names where you're like, whoa, I had no idea they were exactly. even like an act back then. And so, you know, exactly. sometimes it's, I know like the, I've only seen Doja Cat once at a different festival of like three, four years ago. And her set there was amazing. And like, look at her now, you know, she was like one of like the biggest artists in the country. Totally, so, totally. Yeah, totally really Marie. excited to see glow ups for people and discover new acts and then just yeah, yeah, totally. It's going to be fun. It's really exciting. A hundred percent. And something really beautiful about Hangout. And it's something that through the pandemic, it's really like everybody is really more about the community now. People yeah. are more about giving back. And, you know, people are not about like being self, like to themselves anymore. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, you guys, first of all, like, first of all, the shock. Like, like, let's start there, right? Because like the symbol of the festival and yeah. for my audio audience, you know, Marie just did the, the Shaka thing. It's like, it's a symbol of sol solidarity and friendship and kind of compassion and respect. What a beautiful thing. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's like hangouts meant to be a happy place. 
Um, it's an extension of the infamous restaurant that is in Gulf Shores with the same name. And that's kind of, you know, always been their mantra it was like, this is a happy place. And I think, you know, everyone who comes, it's just really about having a good time. And it, and sometimes it feels like for me, coming not being from that area, like when I go to Gulf Shores, it's like, it's a beach that is very like accessible and personable and like, isn't trying to be something crazy like Miami. There's something very nostalgic about it. And you can go with all your friends, you can bring your family Beautiful. And that was one of the first things um, one of our partners told me on this is when we started working with them was that hangout's a happy place. And that's always stuck with me. Yeah. And part of the, of the profits from the ticket sales also go to the uh, Gulf Shore City Schools, right? Yeah. So that was a donation made by our partners um, over the pandemic. They donated $100,000 to Gulf Shores High School to build the Hangout Music Lab, um, which is really cool, a great way for students who are interested in pursuing a career, just even learning about music, having the opportunity to, to learn at a young age and see if that's something they want to pursue. And also, you know, using equipment that is up to standard, up to par, not just like old equipment that's been around for like 20 plus years or whatever, you know? Yeah, totally. Love it, Marie. I mean, you're, you're being so good with your time. Thank you so much. Yeah. I do want to leave you with this. And it's more like a personal question, like, because I'm interested in your journey as well. Okay. Like you started in 2019 with Winter Circle. Obviously, like this was like pre-pandemic, like the timing was really interesting. H how was that for you, right? Like you start this like big job, 2019, yeah. music industry is on fire. And then of course, what happened, happened. So like, like on a personal level, how was this for you? Yeah, so I guess I, I started working with Winter Circle back in 2016. Um, we have a our our main show here is called Buku Music and Art Project. But you know, Gulf being in New Orleans, Gulf Shores is only like three hours away by car here. And a lot of the people in our office, myself included, have been Hangout fans since day one. I went to the very first Hangout back in 2010 when I was still in college. Cool. And I've been to it off off and on, and have worked it in different capacities. I worked the VIP program back in. Um, 2018. That was my first time working with Hangout. And then after that year, around 2019, um, our office is Winter Circle Productions is under the AEG Presents umbrella, the same as Golden Voice, who produces like Coachella and Stagecoach and those big shows. Golden Voice had been doing Hangout as well. Um, but with the success that we've had at Winter Circle, and our proximity to the show, it made sense to shift their duties onto us. So towards the end of 20, the 2019 Hangout Festival is when our team started working with the Hangout team and assuming some of those duties that Golden Voice was doing. Mm. So we were really, really excited for the 2020 show. Um, you know, and we booked a banger of a lineup. <laughs> I mean, it was insane. And the show, sold out of tickets in about like, I think two, two and a half weeks, which had never happened in the history of Hangout. Right. And so it just was really like setting the stage for this epic 2020 show. And, you know, when everything happened that beginning of 2020, starting around March and, you know, we were that whole time, it was, it was really, it was a really difficult decision. I mean, it was the right decision to make, but it was really heartbreaking for our entire team. You know, we sure. put a lot of work and we were really excited about that being our first time on that show in the capacity that we were and having like a, a, a sold out crowd. So it was really hard. Um, 
Yeah, it was really hard, but you know, we pushed through, we have a really strong team and we have good partners on the show and, you know, everyone's kind of just pushed through and stayed on board with it. And, you know, really got excited when we started feeling like, okay, we're finally getting out of this. We're finally getting to a point where, you know, the worst of the pandemic has passed and let's bring back another festival. And, you know, it's, I, I will say one thing, it's tough when from the outside, a lot of people are just like, why can't you just book the exact same lineup? And it's just like so much has changed in the last <laughs> of couple course, of years, you know, absolutely. it's just like, it wasn't for a lack of trying. I mean, just people are in different, different places on both sides than they were and a couple everyone's years different, ago. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, and, but when I saw what was coming together for this one, I knew it was going to be really exciting, really great. And I'm just really excited that, you know, it, it just feels different. It doesn't, it feels like, it feels really good that yeah. we're going to, you know, be doing this together again. Everyone can, you know, start packing their bags, booking their condos, making their plans because totally. we're, you know, we're excited to come back. We're excited to do this. And, you know, I think fans can expect a lot of the same things that they remember from the last time in 2019. And, you know, of course there'll be some upgrades and some surprises on site and don't want to like spoil too much of that in advance, but definitely people can expect, you know, the same experience that they really remember. Amazing. Amazing. Well, kudos yeah. to you, Marie, for just persevering and, and being here in, you know, 2022, ready to rock and roll. Like that speaks volumes of you and your character. So we can't wait to be there. What an amazing I festival. I can't wait to have you there too. Absolutely. And we, we you know, we hope everybody just comes and hangs and because it's going to be an amazing, an amazing party. So thank you so much, Marie. And like, we really appreciate your time. Thank you, Jamie. All right. Bye. Have a good one. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.